Welcome to Lost in the Supermarket. It was about a month or so ago at the RDBA virtual experience that I met our next guest. Chef Barton Seaver is a seafood expert. Uh, World Oceans Day is coming up uh, in just a few days from now. So I couldn't think of a better person uh, to talk to about sustainability, about seafood, and with the background uh, that Chef, you have, uh, you're the right guy for this. So welcome to Lost in the Supermarket. Well, thanks. Excited to be here with you and talking my favorite thing, fish, fish, fish. So before we talk about sustainability, let's talk a little bit about your background. So you've worked in some of the most famous restaurants. You've also worked on fishing boats. Um, what, what made you, you know, really refocus all of your efforts on seafood versus being a restaurateur? Well, uh, to me, just from a ingredient category as a chef, uh, seafood is as interesting as it gets. The diversity of tastes, textures, colors, seasons, narratives, regions that are represented by seafood and the deep history around it uh, just captivated me as a, as a cook. Uh, and as a cook with you know, a curiosity, I wanted to just understand as much as I could about those ingredients. And so that led me travels all over the world and, and a lot of fun. Uh, just really understanding it, getting to know it firsthand. Uh, and in that process, I began to understand the impacts that our choices as chefs and as consumers were having on the oceans and on the communities that we rely on to provide food for our tables. And that growing awareness um, started off as sort of in the typical sort of environmentalism aspect of bad human bad, we are the problem, uh, you know, get better. Uh, but, you know, if we can hurt and make sick through the choices we make for dinner, the other side of that coin is that we can heal and we can restore. And so I began uh, just looking at sustainability as really this empowering, wonderful conversation about how, how do we ensure the endurance of thriving human communities and resilient ecosystems? And uh, yeah, I mean, what a fun way to spend a day or a life. So when I talk to people about seafood, um, you know, regular consumers, I hear more questions than I hear answers. <laughs> Why do we have, you know, this lack of knowledge about seafood? Um, certainly it's very versatile. It's very easy to cook. It's delicious. It's, it's loaded with good nutrition. Uh, but the average consumer still is eating a tiny bit of seafood as compared to beef or chicken, for example. Well, it, there's a number of reasons for this. I, I wrote one of my books uh, called American Seafood. And in that I, I explored some of the, it, it's a book on the history of the American seafood industry. And I explored some of the sort of the long-term trends on that. I mean, we started this, this nation, settler nation was founded upon the backs of cod and the men and women that fished them. Uh, and it wasn't until, you know, we turned inland, we turned away from the tempestuous waves of the North Atlantic to focus on another ocean that rippled with amber waves of grain and we became an agrarian nation. It was always sort of beneath our aspirations to eat seafood. Eating beef, eating chicken, eating pork uh, was seen uh, really as, as an achievement. And so there's sort of long been this cultural, maybe unspoken cultural trend towards this, but also seafood is more perishable. Uh, seafood is more diverse. Seafood is more seasonal. 
uh, and and you know it comes from wild fisheries until very recently when farm fish was introduced. So it was just a lot. There was just a lot more variables to it. There's a lot more to know about seafood than there is to know about hamburger or pork chops or chicken. Um, and so it's not that I think we don't know enough as consumers. It's that I think we just get confused by all that there is to know that really the, the key to understanding seafood is, is actually to step back and to simplify. And um, once we do, it's a very simple protein. It's a wonderful addition to our diets that helps sustain our good health. Uh, and from an environmental perspective, I'd like to see more seafood on more plates uh, and a reduction of land animal proteins. So. And absolutely, when it comes to nutrition, um, it's, it's critical that we eat more seafood. Uh, why is World Oceans Day so important? Despite the fact that we live on a mostly blue planet, and by mostly blue, let me say that 99% of the livable space on this planet is underwater. 99%, 71% of the surface of this planet is water. Uh, that we have a World Oceans Day is a little, uh, you know, I love celebrating it, but I, I, wow, I mean, the importance of the oceans to the human experience uh, is, it cannot be understated. And World Oceans Day is just a great opportunity for us to maybe turn our daily attentions, which are, you know, just on the activities of life and maybe, you know, beg us to gaze out wistfully at the wine dark sea and to think about, contemplate, how it impacts us, how it affects us, and what we can really aspire to achieve through the oceans in terms of sustained and enduring human communities. So what I'm hearing from you is you'd much prefer that every day was World Oceans Day. Yes. Uh, I think that we would be better off if we just conceptually and just from a societal standpoint understood the ecosystems that we live in better. I think that when we understand the value of that which is not only near us but maybe beyond our our daily our daily view then we act in interest of those larger systems and understanding how the ocean impacts humans i think is is an important thing um and i wish that well i, I just wish it was a, a greater part of our daily realities to think about so when we pick up the newspaper or TV, we're constantly seeing reports on how we're polluting the ocean with whether it's plastic or garbage or anything else. What's the impact that that's truly having on, on oceans and on fish? You know, I, that, that science is still, is still being done. Uh, we certainly know that the, the oceans are full of trash. Uh, it's just it, things flow downstream and into the ocean, out of sight, out of mind for us. And for too long, we've sort of abused the ocean as just this catch-all that we can make things disappear into. Uh, plastics in particular are an issue. Uh, microplastics, uh, which wash out of our clothing and down the drain, etc. I mean, there's all sorts of products that contribute to this. Um, the damage it's doing to the ocean, aside from just the aesthetic uh, damage that when we see a, a polluted beach, we don't really know exactly how microplastics in particular are going to affect, are affecting uh, sea life populations and therefore by extension us as well. 
uh, you know, if we're eating those seafoods. <clears throat> I haven't seen much data right now that suggests um, significant health concern with that, uh, but I'm not sure we, we're looking in the right places for that yet or that we fully, under, we certainly don't fully understand it. It's certainly something to keep, uh, you know, an eye on. Yeah, but also the ocean isn't uh, the only victim of this. I mean, there is microplastics in the air that we're breathing. There's microplastics in almost all of the food that we're eating uh, to various degrees. So it's, uh, I guess the, the takeaway from this is let's not, I fear that the focus of such conversations will end up being about how the, the danger of, of seafood or, or that somehow this is a polluted resource when in fact the conversation really needs to be about why is there pollution there in, in the first place um, and i'd love to see us stop using a lot of plastic right we all would we all would um so let's shift gears to the supermarket yeah. what do supermarkets need to do to raise awareness and consumption of seafood with their shoppers? Just celebrate it. First and foremost, uh, you know, people go to the grocery store as a as part of a, it's a cultural mechanism for us. It's a cultural experience in many ways, but at the end of the day also, we're just, it's, it's, a, it's an errand, it's a chore, something we have to do. So I think meet people where they are. You know, I, I, people are not necessarily going to the grocery store to be educated or to be, you know, overwhelmed with information. They, you know, it's it's something we have to do, and we need to make it convenient for them. But ultimately, food is a celebration, right? And uh, grocery stores do a very good job at promoting uh, meals and ideas, gatherings, etc., the seasons. Um, so I just like to see seafood represented more as as part of those promotions, whether it's uh, cross promotions with wine sales and pairings with Sauvignon Blanc, whether it's, uh, you know, celebrating easy, canned, delicious, sustainable seafood uh, that's super easy and convenient to make your kids lunch with, as I do every morning, uh, just et cetera. I think there's so many different narratives around seafood that can capture our attention. Um, that I would love to see happen. And uh, especially I think as grocery stores move into, you know, prepared foods uh, and that's become such an important part of the grocery and American retail experience. Uh, I would love to see seafood integrated more in those locations. Uh, Cause I think the culinary ingenuity that can be expressed through uh, prepared goods is, is, so wonderful and such a wonderful sort of entry point for people to integrate more seafood into their into their diets. When I go into a supermarket, I'll see, oh, probably, you know, 30, 35 feet of a meat case. And if I'm lucky, I'll see, you know, five to seven feet of a seafood case. And when I look in the seafood case, I see salmon. Occasionally I'll see trout. See a lot of shrimp, um, sometimes crab legs. How do we get 
you know, the supermarket to understand. I believe in, in one of your restaurants, um, at one point you were serving like 70 some odd different species during the course of a year of, of seafood. How do we get the supermarket uh, to be more seasonal with seafood to really promote it and not just have the, you know, five or six staples that are the best sellers today? Yeah. Well, that gets to a, a larger sustainability paradigm, which is that, uh, excuse me. So your question gets to a larger sustainability paradigm, which is that for too long, we have made demands of the ocean that 95% of the seafood that we do eat comes from only about 10 species of seafood. And yet the oceans are this incredibly vast, you know, diverse, bounteous, ecosystem of which we we place our demand on just such a small fraction of simply put the the concept of the catch of the day you know just eating what the ocean provides is a major tool towards achieving sustainability uh simply put you know working within a system is going to work better than working upon it uh and making demands of it now that said that sort of diversity doesn't necessarily work on a national scale. We're talking about regional availability and diversities. And I'd love to see grocery stores do that, celebrate local flavors, uh, whether this is you know crabs in the Chesapeake, but also weak fish and mackerel and striped bass and flounder and clams. And I mean, I could go on and on and yellow perch and all these other delicious species that are so wonderful, but fall outside of the normal uh, canon of recipes that we, we see on Pinterest or wherever else. Um, so I understand that you know these species are not gonna have a national presence necessarily, and that requires a bit more training, uh, of course, uh, you know, on the part of the staff. Uh, salmon, shrimp, they sell themselves, right? People come into the store knowing that they want those things. So I think there's sort of this, opportunity to just say, hey, you know, the most exciting part of our store is the seafood counter because you never know what you're going to find. Come on in this week and just check out what we've got. And I just think that that creates a sense of excitement, a sense of exploration and discovery. Uh, and we know that consumers want that. We're open to trying all sorts of new flavors and new sauces and spice blends and mixes and new cuisines. And we're willing to try all that, but we're not willing to try a fish that we've not tried before. Um, you know, let's, again, sort of meet consumers where they are and play into that. And um, arouse their sense of excitement about this. So, Chef, last question. How are you going to celebrate World Oceans Day? Well, I'll probably wake up and stare out of my bedroom window at the ocean and, and uh, feel very thankful for living where I do. The tide might turn. Yeah, World Oceans Day, let's see. Low tide will probably be about mid-morning. So I'll have a... Uh, actually, no, high tide will be about mid-morning. So I'll have a nice cooling breeze coming in off the water glistening in the sun um i will definitely eat some seafood probably three times that day as we normally eat seafood twice but um i think the biggest thing that i'm going to do is i'm going to take my two little boys i got a two-year-old and a five-year-old and we walk down to the beach and we just stand there and 
give thanks for this giant system that is so delicious and so supportive of all that we do. And I live up here in Maine on the ragged, jagged, delicious coast and the, the hum of diesel engines and the lobster industry and clamors and mussel farmers all around us in my neighborhood. Um, I'm just gonna give thanks for seafood and all that it does for us, all the jobs that it provides, the culture it connects us to, how it sustains our bodies and well, tells a story that I wanna be a part of. Well, Chef, thanks so much for joining us today on Lost in the Supermarket, and happy World's Ocean Day. To you as well. Thanks so much for having me.